Hello, friend. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Finding Your Worth. I am so incredibly grateful to you. This is episode 16. I can hardly believe it. For some people, that may seem like a really small number, but a few months ago, I was at episode number zero. So number 16 feels amazing to me. That is 16 weeks of me showing up and producing a podcast episode. When you think about your dreams or goals, do you find yourself paralyzed by the sheer amount of stuff you have to do to realize those dreams? And when you imagine that overwhelming chasm between where you are now and where you want to be, what do you do? If you're like me, you watch a whole bunch of SNL skits on YouTube or binge a show you've already seen twice. Chasm of onerous tasks versus something hilarious or comforting on TV. There have been plenty of times where I just couldn't do whatever it was I needed to do. I just couldn't. Let's breathe for a minute and then we'll talk about how to move past or over that mountain of stuff that is between you and your very best self. We're going to do a simple four-count inhale, four-count exhale a few times. Um, Go ahead and take a breath in and out, and then we'll get going. Okay. Inhale four, four, three, two, one. Exhale four, four, three, two, one. Inhale, four, three, two, one. Exhale, four, three, two, one. Inhale, four, three, two, one. And exhale, four, three, two, one. All right, good. Dale Carnegie said, Inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer the negative elements in your life, don't sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. (laughs) And that's the title of today's episode, Get Busy. As I'm still in the early stages of this podcast, I sometimes feel like the actions I need to take to get an episode out are overwhelming. It gets easier each time. The more often I do the thing, the easier it is to do it. Still, it takes time, energy, creativity. It's a good thing I really love doing this. And this is a good place to start the conversation. First of all, Make sure your goal or dream is really your goal or dream. 
I have tried to do all kinds of things I thought were what I wanted, but they were really things I thought I should do. And this is not to say that what you dream of now is even the actual final for sure dream or goal. It can change. The idea is to be sure you want to do the thing now. That's all. And from there, pick a task related to that goal or dream, future self, uh, whatever it is, and then start doing that task. One task moving you forward. Do it a lot (laughs) on repeat until you get good at it. Then pick the next task. Honestly, wherever you're going is probably going to require new skills, right? So start practicing now. Not everything all at once. One thing to start you on your way. Here's another idea. Break your goal into sections, then into tasks, then break those down into steps. Now, smaller steps, smaller, smaller, then do the smallest thing possible and be proud of yourself for taking action. Doesn't matter if it's small. It's good that you did something, right? So what is it? that you're trying to achieve Uh, a new job. That's a big task. So let's see how you might go about it. Before you dive in, make a plan. I'm a, a bit old fashioned and I really like to write stuff down. This also gives me the pleasure of crossing off completed tasks later. If you shun paper, however, Put your plan down in your laptop, your phone, tablet, Google Docs are lovely, and hey, they can be accessed from any of those devices, anywhere. You start by writing out your goal. Well, sure, it's, it's a new job, but what type of job? What salary are you hoping for? What perks? What benefits? What kind of commute are you willing to make? Or are you only okay with remote work? Or flexible hybrid. These are options we didn't used to have, but we do now. Be as specific as possible here. It's not just the money. And it's not just the type of job, right? It's, it's a lot of things that go into the perfect job. Research a little, which also comes in at the next step. So we got your goal, break it down into tasks. The first thing you might need to do is write or rewrite your resume. That's big too. So break that down. First, if writing your resume freaks you out, try something like this. Step one, you could hire someone else to write it. I know some fantastic copywriters who excel at making people look amazing on paper for their resumes or virtually for their resumes, regardless And all while keeping it honest, right? You don't want to lie on your resume, but we tend to downplay our attributes. Um, And a copywriter or someone who does that kind of work professionally, a professional resume writer is going to help push you past that uh, and, and make you sound honestly like you really are, which is amazing. If those kinds of funds aren't available, and for many people they're not, that's okay. 
break down the task of writing your resume into smaller steps. So I would say go online, look up resumes in the field you're hoping to work in. And I've done this for a variety of jobs for people and can usually find a resume. Um, It's cool to see what other people have come up with too. Don't steal, (laughs) just observe. Look and next look at available jobs in your field and pay special attention to the tasks for that role. These aren't necessarily jobs you're going to be applying for. This is research for language, style, and getting a feel for what the jobs are like. Do not get hung up on qualifications. You are just looking here. So if they're asking for a double PhD in something and you don't have it, it doesn't matter to you. That's, that's not relevant. You aren't looking at the, res- or at the job postings for that reason. Now, take your old resume, if you have one, and rearrange things to highlight the skills people are looking for in your ideal job. Look at how others have laid out their information, too, not just what they said, but how they put it on the paper. If you don't already have a resume, start by listing out those skills that you already have that fit the roles that you want. And as important as you think a resume is, Try to let the process be fun, or at least don't make it harder by getting stuck on what you think you lack, okay? While you're writing it, maybe pretend you're someone who really likes you, especially if you're finding your worth right now and you're not sure you like yourself. Um, Write your resume with those friendly eyes. Think big here, too. Don't downplay your skills and talents. Be truthful, but not modest. A resume is 100% not the place to diminish your awesomeness. And by the way, you are awesome. There's certainly more to writing a resume than what I just said, but... If you're stuck at the beginning of that process, then hopefully that helps you get started. We tend to make things out to be a big deal sometimes when we think about the intended outcome of whatever process it is. So here's another trick or two, Uh, and this works for anything, but one, think about how you actually are right now. Are you in danger? Are you hurt? There are times when we really, really need a job to eat, keep a roof over our heads, pay the electricity, whatever. And that's all very serious stuff. So I get that it's not always easy to keep it cool and have fun. But it's worth noting that when you feel desperate or afraid, that's likely going to come across in your communications with others. So, as always, take a deep breath. Do your best to think about everything you have to be grateful for and then write from that place of calm. I know it's easier said than done. But 
Breathing and gratitude really do help you get what you want by allowing you to see more options and allowing you to come across as your best self. What if your dream isn't so external like getting a new job? What if your dream, your goal is to be more chill, be more calm, but the idea of sitting cross-legged saying um for an hour makes you shake. (laughs) Did you do the deep breathing at the beginning of this episode? Because friend, you are on your way then to being super chill. Seriously, don't try to do an hour of meditation. Do a few deep breaths and then next time do a few more. Do it lying down or in a comfortable chair. I like to do that. With my back nicely supported, um, sometimes I find it hard to sit ramrod straight for a long period of time, and for a long period of time could be 10 minutes. Um, You don't need a candle, you don't need incense, you don't need any fancy outfits, you just don't need anything. All you need is to focus on breathing. Whatever your dreams or goals are, whether they're external or internal, don't make it so damn hard that you can't do it. That's a trick I play on myself all the time. I think if I don't do it full on, that it somehow doesn't count. This has kept me from meditating for years. If I don't do it for at least 10 minutes a day, every single day, wearing robes made of 100% organic hemp that I grew myself, and it's not meditating. If I can't complete a knitting project all in one go, why should I even bother getting started? It's like saying, Rolls-Royce is the best car in the world. I don't know if this is true, but let's say it is. And if I can't afford a Rolls-Royce, I'm just not going to buy any car at all. <laughs> That's pretty dumb, right? If I can't make the perfect souffle, I'm never cooking any food at all. If I can't have you, I don't want nobody, baby. (laughs) Here we are at the beginning of a new year, and lots of people are doing big things, or they're saying they're going to do big things, and maybe they won't keep up with it. Maybe they will. They are making big promises that uh, maybe they can't keep because they are making the promise so big that they can't keep it. I can't work out two hours a day, work a full-time job, take care of my kid, and keep up with my side businesses and my podcast. I will run out of hours. I need to sleep, people. So, I will do my yoga for 10 minutes every day and try to do more when I can. I can keep that promise. Be different with your actions. Do smaller ones manageable ones, ones that will eventually get you where you are going as long as you keep doing them. And it's, it's actually helpful to think of it this way too. You start with a small thing and you get really good at it or you get consistent with it, like habitual. And then it's easier to do the next thing and get habitual or good at it or whatever and it's easier to keep moving forward in that way. So, guess what your assignment is today? Your first action. 
and it is, make a plan for future actions. Write it down and, or use a computer, and see how step one leads to step two and to step three and so on. But focus on doing step one, not on step 10 and not on the outcome. You can't take step 10 until you've taken step one. That there's a saying, I'm sure, I, I can't remember it exactly, but you know, you can't run a marathon until you take that first step. No marathon runner starts running on marathon day either. Julia Childs did not become famous on TV before she had chopped a ton of onions. Um, they both took that first step and then the second step and the practice and the consistency and the work and they just kept stepping. You can too. On September 22nd, 2021, I recorded my first podcast episode ever. Today I'm recording my 16th. If I can do my thing, you can do yours. Take a little step today. Just one little step. Get busy. And then see how that one step leads to the next and to the next and to the next. And you may find that your road doesn't end up where you thought it was going to go because it's going to be better. But you have to take that step. Thank you so much for listening to Finding Your Worth today. I appreciate you so much. You, the real you, is absolutely fantastic. And don't you forget it. Thank you.